Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know if I was full goth, very emo though. Okay. Uh, and I'd listen to like only heavy metal music and I would dye my hair black and only cut it with a razor blade. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I kind of goth. Does, any, does anyone like heavy metal music? Was that, a, was that something you genuinely liked? I genuinely, and I still genuinely like it. Mm, well, yeah. Do you like Ooh. monster trucks and things like that? <laughs> You're listening to Cobras and Fire, a Pantheon podcast with your hosts, Elsie Fox and Buckle. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined with the human slip and slide, Elsie, coming out of Denver. How are you this morning, Elsie? I'm excellent. Thank you for asking. Slippery. Mm, what makes you so slippery? Is it the extra baby oil you put on before you put your pants on? It is. Yeah. Got a got a special. I'm actually in a, an ambassador for Phil Collin now. Mm, for nice. oil. He has mm-hmm. his own oily. Oily Phil. He does. Oily Phil, you just you just click on this affiliate link. You can make Cobras and Fire 10% on each purchase and keep them looking as shiny as always on stage. And you too uh, can be as oily as old Oily Phil. That's right. Uh, they did have to pull out of the uh, the No Backing Track Fest that came out, but, mm, but out, uh, yeah. that's, that's all right. They got plenty of other opportunities out there. <laughs> I don't think they were on this bill. <laughs> oh, they weren't? Okay, good. <laughs> uh, that'll be a fun We'll get into little, that later. We'll, yeah, we'll get in touch on that in just a little bit here. But uh, That's called uh, a tease in the business. So what's up, man? Oh, man, I'm just excited to talk again. I got, uh, you know, the nice setup in the basement, nice fresh mic. You can hear my every tone coming out of my... Uh, 
my mouth. It's uh, you have anything not nice super mouth. boring to talk about? I guess I. Oh no, that's that's it. <laughs> I got a new mic. I'm sitting in a chair. <laughs> sitting in a chair. Uh, uh, yeah, the, there's a ceiling coffee. and a floor and walls. There's a over there. There's mm-hmm. a door. You, you know. Oh. I was trying to, to replicate conversations that we have out in the wild with other, <laughs> other people. I yeah. don't think they want that, man. <laughs> no, they don't tune in for that? For, the, for, for, for what they get every day? Oh, boy. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know. I just, uh, just got back from doing, you know, near you, you have the Wisconsin Dells-ish. I mean, I don't know how close. How close are the Dells? I think it's about you? a four-hour drive. Okay, no, so not or close at all. the way they advertise everything, 15 minutes from the Mall of America. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. But uh, the Dells are known for all their indoor monstrosity, water park fests. Indoor, outdoor. It's it's a huge summer destination, so a lot of this stuff is outdoors. It, don't, it doesn't shut down over winter, but I would not categorize it strictly as indoor. It's, it's probably huh. mostly out. You got the duck boats and... All sorts of. It's a family-friendly destination. If you enjoy good food, I would not go there. It is basically, as far as the food op- options in Wisconsin Dells. Now it might have changed in the 15 years since I've been there, but I doubt it. It's basically like a giant Chuck E. Cheese, as far as the quality of of the food. So I went there as an adult with my adult girlfriend, and we didn't have any kids, and the water park was okay. But other than that, it was like fuck. I'm I'm surrounded by children. <laughs> well, yes families well, that, fathers that look dead in the eyes yeah oh yeah well that, that sounds like what i'm about to get into okay. so the yeah I th- for me though the dills being in hey, illinois and great Indiana, indoor water park just across the street from the mall of america oh yeah, okay so the, the dills for when i lived there were always this place you would go to in the winter you lived in the Indiana, dills what you lived in the dills no, what I'm saying, I'm saying you said when, the I was, when I lived there, roll the tape. Go ahead. Rewind the tape. <laughs> the Dells for when I lived there were always this place you would go to in the winter. For when I lived there, for when I lived there, for when, when I, I lived there. there. Yeah. For, to see that causes that shows my thoughts are faster than my, you know, my brain mm-hmm. or whatever like that is, is it's all jumbled in there. My point was it was always this thing like if it's dead ass cold in february you fucking go there it's and, a and yeah it's, a, it's an indiana do. spring break trip i suppose but there uh, you go see that's uh, the concept it gives <laughs> it gives well we have something similar to that here called the great wolf lodge which is a i think it's a chain but whatever yeah, there's but one we up went, in duluth i believe but is there okay mm-hmm. all right so there uh says so the whole concept is you go there and it's an indoor water park and that's that's the whole slip and slide intro you gave me well i went there mostly to give people a visual of me with my shirt off with my family mm. um, and uh, and whatnot. But well, my point is, when you go there and it's the dead of winter, this is when we as humans are pretty much at our, our lowest, I think. Because <laughs> everybody, it's not just the, the dead-eye parents and, and, and the children, but everybody's pretty much, you know, in the middle of winter, a lot of times nobody's in the best of shape, you know, um, and and everybody there is, it's, it's the opposite of, of a beach. Everybody's about 50 years old. They got except for and they got their kids in tow. They're doing the slides. Are you a fan of the water park? I'm not the, sure uh, how that's the opposite of the beach. Like I, I, you go to the beach and everybody's tan and just ripped. <laughs> I don't know, but this is a special. This is even more of a a sec, a, a sec you know, well, you're, somebody you're that's in the going to this. Colorado there, so yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying this is just this is just 
50-year-old parents and their children. There's nobody else here. There's not going to be like some some some, uh, some teenagers trying to hook up at the gotcha. Google's Lodge. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, none of the parents have teenage kids. I mean, uh, it seems like you're really eliminating a lot of uh, the demographic here. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you, this is what it was. Uh, to answer when, your question, we at this stage of the game, if they let me have a, a cold Coors Light in the Lazy River, I'm I'm in. Um, other than no that, Lazy River. Mm, yeah, see, not I, enough room. And uh, so it's not that big of an indoor water park then. Uh, it was big, but it they're wasn't fun. Big Whatever, man, so they're pissed. great. It's, you just whip around, and I don't know. It's all all good. It's a bit, so, you know what? You if know, you got to do something with your kids, I'll take that over a fucking trip to some national park. Hey, come on! What, how dare you? You'd rather be indoors inside of and, and, and swimming in other people's. Uh, you know, you fix it on the indoors. And, I'm familiar with a lot of outdoor water parks. I'm saying the water park is fun. And going to a national park isn't. And if I'm going to do that to spend time with my kids, at least I can have some fun, too. You well, know, you haven't so. been to the right national parks. I, I can know. tell I've you, this guy, what a parks. hater. What a hater of nature over here, this you guy. You know, it might be um, because, like, growing up, we were so poor, things we could afford to do did not include water parks, but they definitely included fucking national parks. Hey, look. Right. There's shit that, look, you can see in your backyard. Wow. <laughs> Trees, grass, dirt, squirrels. Whoa. Is that a robin? Man, I just love it. Yeah, you drive forever, and then you eat food that's been in your trunk for half the day. Yeah, I'll take a fucking water park and the fucking, what are they? They usually have some cheesy little, like, food thing, like a, a concession stand, basically. Uh, uh, get some yes. nachos and a couple Cokes and... That's better than I think. I think. I think we're digging deep here. I think that's what it is. That's why. You, that's why you're angry because you wanted to do all this. Hey, so I was anyway. just making a comparison. It was not a shot. Okay. I'm just, a, if I have to spend time with the kids and it's something like a water park or bowling where I have an activity too, it's yeah. a plus. That's the point. Okay. Driving Good. for eight hours to just drive for another hour once you're at your destination and then to eat on dirt is not fun for me. I finally figured it out. National Panks. <laughs> National Panks. I, I can't believe we just did that. National Parks are your camping. <laughs> I mean, it's my camping. Wait, I just figured it out. National Parks. I'm not sure where you're going here. Because <laughs> I hate fucking camping just as much as you hate National Parks. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of camping either. See, there you go. All right. So back to this. This is a long road to take to this point. Yeah, okay. A Sorry, lot that was all my you, fault. I, I definitely divert added two minutes to this conversation. <laughs> it's, it's fine. I liked it. I didn't know that we could find the inner rage. Uh, on the, on the side. Much. <laughs> no, it doesn't really. And, and, and <laughs> from a previous conversation, if their swimsuits are dirty, that'll also set you off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <so. laughs> We're in jeans, jean shorts, yeah. shorts. Yeah, how about that? Uh, if more fuck, yeah, we'll touch on this in a future episode. But yeah, be like wearing jeans in a water park. What the fuck is wrong <laughs> and, with you? Take them off, man. Anyway, so the point of me all setting all that up. Uh, is that at a water park, you're standing in line a lot of times, you know, mm. just waiting, going up a huge uh, bunch of stairs. And a lot of times I'm just staring at the backs of somebody in front of me. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, how does this guy have the hairiest fucking back? You know, it's like, it's like Sasquatch. It's all over the place. It's patches and all this. I'm like, is this, you know, he has a wife. Somebody's got to tell him something, you know? And um, I'm sure he's aware. And, I don't know. And everything. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. You're so extremely judgy. I get Everybody's fat and hairy. I mean, geez. yeah. But, but my point is, is that I, I go. are human beings, Elsie. <laughs> yeah. Go, so I'm on. done with the, I'm done with the water park day and I'm back at the, back at the hotel room and um, whatever. I, I just, uh, I'm, 
uh, I'm getting ready to go out to dinner and just got done taking a shower. You get the scene. Nice. nice everybody's liking this right now. And uh, I happened to, to catch uh, when I'm done shaving. You know, you got the little shaving mirror sometimes mm-hmm. right there. And the mirror is here. And, and all of a sudden, that's when you start, start seeing parts of your body you don't normally not all yeah. see. <laughs> and I have a small pelt of back hair like this, <laughs> this big, like a foot. On on no my back, and think, you, huh? <laughs> I'm like, hold on, and it's thick. I mean, it's that part that you can't really scratch. You know, yeah, you kind of okay. reach, and it's that part you have to go against this thing. I'm the like, middle of the back the f- there. And I am, I am, I was as surprised seeing this as I would of all of a sudden I realized I had a second asshole. If you're gonna I mean, ask I'm, me I'm, to I'm shave you. this while we're in Nashville, I'm gonna have to pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking we could do. Uh, there's all kinds of things like like honey, kids. Has anybody? Could anybody give me a fucking hint? This thing has been gestating back here and like yeah. and like like that. Are terrible. you familiar with the phrase karma? Uh, I think that's exactly <laughs> what it is. So I am that guy that you're like, how, and it's not even in the center. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just there. Like I'm one of my, nice. my uh, sh- shoulder blades. So now that I've discussed it, everybody out there, I'm thinking that at Nashville, we do a thing till we do a reverse version of 40 year old virgin where I'm face down and you just slowly wax my back. What do you think? Live? Um, I, again, I, I think you're, you're phrasing things that are difficult for me to process early in the morning. How is that the reverse 40-year-old virgin? Are you gonna? Are we going to somehow make you a virgin by the end of this? I'm saying that he was laying on his back, and they were <laughs> yeah. doing, the, doing the front yeah. of his chest. Yeah, we, we can do, do the, the opposite of one scene in a movie is not the same uh-huh. as saying the reverse of a movie. Jesus if Christ. If I said you, reverse you Benjamin are... Button, would you be thinking about the food they ate in one scene? I have to tell you that you lost your call, calling. Being in the printing business, you should have been a lawyer. Period. Like every oh single God. thing that I say, you've got roll tape. I mean, that could have been your life. You could be the roll tape guy. Roll you just tape. have somebody. Do they have roll tape. tape in court? <laughs> I don't know. You'd have one of those big reel to reels and fucking just yeah. slide that bitch back. Play it again. That's well, it. I, I'm sorry to hear about your your recent malady. Um, <laughs> I don't know why it affected me so much, but now I know that I, hey, everybody, I think you're every, here. Every man you're listening here. who currently does not have a hairy back is is now probably checking like, okay, what the <laughs> fuck? Do I have like this? I'm going to be checking later today after I get my like, money. Is there fucking back? I can't really trust her, but uh, she'll right. lie. But what about, the, what about the ear hair sometimes you see? I haven't got side? that. I'm getting the occasional nose hair that's making me depressed. Um Oh man, you got to get in there, right? Oh god, yeah, I got a, a clipper for it, and it just basically shreds the inside of your nose for a week. Uh, <laughs> I so I found it easier just to actually, if I can reach it, just to yank the fucker out, and it's just an instant of tiny <laughs> just pain. Two tears. Uh, I think that's how how actors make themselves cry is they just oh, keep a god, nose hair in there. Into a <laughs> body grooming episode now. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into uh, uh, what are they uh, manscaping with Elsie and Baco? Um, Ooh, uh, that, yeah. You know what would be interesting though is if in the beginning, because of all the algorithms, because we've got the ads, that it actually pops a manscaping ad at the beginning from this mm. conversation. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah? I'll, I'll it take makes the transcripts. Any endorsement. Yeah. Um, you know, on a quick tangent that you that was just reminded of, uh, my wife, anytime there's like one of those like news stories about like uh, husband and wife go on vacation, the wife hasn't been seen since, she's, she's always like immediately it's the husband. By the way, it's almost always the husband. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. any type of situation like that, I mean, there's one on the news now where some lawyer killed his wife and kid and now he's on trial and turned out he 
I don't know, embezzled a lot of money or something. I don't know. Uh, but I said, you should start your own podcast. I mean, I mean, I've heard this now for 20 years, you know, like basically, oh, I, that's not who did it. It was, you know, like those murders of those kids in Idaho. Why didn't that dog bark? This just doesn't make sense. I'm like, so I told her she should start her own podcast. She could just call it, I know who did it. It could mm-hmm. just be you. All she does is come on and go, it was the husband. It's always the husband. Join me next week. And, I like uh, it. <laughs> so that'd be the this whole episode. Like- she apparently liked it, too, because now, like, anytime she makes a snarky comment about anything, she goes, join me next week. <laughs> I love it. This I like is how like, I just uh, turned her like it. She doesn't sound like that when she says it. <laughs> join me next week. Ah. So anyway, look for that in the uh, Pantheon feed. I'm going to pitch it to the bosses when we're uh, we're all <laughs> I know it's well, not music related, that, but they say the perfect uh, podcast length is uh, three minutes. So. Yeah, the shorter and shorter, baby. Uh, shorter and shorter. <laughs> hey, um, did you happen to hear? I just heard it this morning, so I'm guessing it's fairly fresh. But you know, whatever. Chris Cornell performed an acoustic version of the song "One" by U2. Okay, but he replaced it with the words from "One" from Metallica, and it is surprisingly very, very good. Interesting. Okay. I'm just trying to actually imagine how that would go. Yeah, the actual, no, I'll, I'll drop the actual, a... Is the cadence? Yeah, he does the much. melody from the U2 song. Music and melody from the U2 with the lyrics from Metallica. Now, here's what he said. He was getting ready to learn the song, you know, to, to play it. And he Googled the lyrics for one, and the Metallica song came up. And he said, well, fuck it. Let's give this a shot. And the other one, he said, like the the Three Dog Night song, one is the loneliest number. You know, that song. That Those were the first two that came up over you, too. So it, it's really cool. I'll, I'll drop a little bit of that in here.
metal community is on its heels, steaming mad over a couple Hollywood actresses exchanging some thoughts on heavy metal. We're talking about Margot Robbie and an actress that I just can't fucking stand, Kate Blanchett. Uh, Kate Blanchett doesn't she? She just comes off as like one of those like New York Broadway I'm better than everybody people. Like she, you know, she treats the staff at every restaurant like shit. Like her or you know, she can't order a, a cup of coffee in under three minutes. I guarantee it. She just seems like a lot of fucking work for. I don't know. I, I was gonna say something about her 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 looks, but uh, let's just say butterface. Um, oh come yeah, on! Yeah, she looks like a man. And as a matter of fact, she oh. played Bob Dylan in a movie. Yeah, give me a fucking break. <laughs> she did. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. she. Uh, so I'm way off there, but yeah, I just do not ki- look. Whatever. She just she grinds my gears, LC, just with her I- her presence and her overacting. Now, Margot Robbie, I don't really have a problem with other than to say that every time I see her until someone says that's Margot Robbie, I had no idea it was Margot Robbie. She's a very forgettable uh, in appearance and look. Now, she changes her look for a lot of movies, and that's part of it. But I know she was in as she played Harley Quinn in the Suicide Squad, but I never saw that movie. But then, like, about a year after I saw Wolf of Wall Street, I found out she was the the lead actress in that. And I'm like, really? Huh. Uh, So there's been a couple, including this interview. If nobody said that's Margot Robbie, I wouldn't have known that Kate Blanchett was talking to Margot Robbie. Okay. Well, you can do your thing, but we have uh, drastically different opinions about (laughs) about, about, which is going to be great for this conversation. Uh, Uh, So you're a fan of Margot. Again, I I have no problem with her. Every time I've seen her in anything, she seemed... uh, Incredible. I just think she's kind of like uh, she's the visual version of uh, Robin Zander's voice. It's like until someone tells you it's Robin Zander, you really don't know who. I don't even. Yeah. Uh, wow. I, I'll just. I just. Now I just, just said. Now I've got the the, the 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 internet buzzing. Oh man! All I gotta tell you is that on my end of it, I saw Wolf of Wall Street, and all I thought was, "Who the hell is that?" And Jesus Christ, is she gorgeous? Hmm. And that and 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 end up being a great actress to boot. I, I, d- I didn't say she wasn't pretty. I'm just like whatever. I'm just I, saying that she had a presence. Is my like point. Amanda so Seyfried, anyway. uh, another one that just like I hear that name and then you find out. Oh, I've seen her in six things. I have no idea. So mm-hmm. yeah, C- continue though. Let's get to the meat. All right. Yeah. So um, basically, Kate Blanchett. Uh, somehow they got on the topic of heavy metal. Uh, and so is it your? Is you doing that on purpose? That's how you're saying her name every time. What, Kate Blanchett? I thought you said, are you, are you trying to say shit every time? <laughs> oh, here he just, it's like you with Queen Shrike. No, Kate, <laughs> Kate Blanchett. Uh, I think the okay. Skype audio is, is uh, muddying you up. I'm not saying shit, although I should. Kate Blanchett. By the uh-huh. way, yeah, she has one of those annoying things, too, where she like takes a name that's really common and then changes one letter like she's somehow clever. I'm Kate with a C. Yeah, you're a C. That's for fucking sure. Uh, anyway, uh, be the same. <laughs> Spell the same way. Anyway, uh, not take your coat off. So yeah, take your coat off, Kate. All right, and be nice to the fucking wait staff. They're not here to fucking uh, orally pleasure you. You have no evidence of the fact. Just so you know, I know. You There's don't. just certain things you know. You know what I mean? It's like you know. You know goddamn well Beyonce's kids are giant pieces of shit. There's, there's just, you know, I've never met them, but there's no way they're good kids. They're going to be bad adults, too. I will tell you, I'll, I'll add a little bit up for Kate's appearance on Hot Ones. She only did three sauces, I think. Mm, I'm surprised she fucking agreed to do that. 
Anyway, uh, so Kate, someone they got on heavy metal, and uh, uh, Kate Blanchett's comments were like, "Does anyone actually like heavy metal music? Was that something you genuinely liked?" And then Margot Robbie basically defended, like, "Yeah, I, I not only did I like it, I still like it." And so Kate Blanchett came back with this zinger: "Do you like monster trucks and things like that as well?" <laughs> oh, burn, burn! That would burn like the fourth sauce on hot ones. Mm-hmm. Jesus, what a fucking pretentious bitch! Look. I don't care if Kate Blanchett listens to anything. I, I, I'm not saying everybody has to like metal, but what a just elitist, snobbish, oh, does anybody actually like that? It's just like a phase. You know You know what? Just because everything you do is just a fucking phase, you <laughs> Maybe it's not that way with, oh. with other people. Oh, a little too far there. I'll throw yeah. the sensor beep in if you want. Yeah, my, my biggest problem out of this whole thing is is Kate Blanchett and what a stuck up bitch she is. I really, it's like just just shut your fucking mouth. You know what? You, you, things are going pretty good for you. Maybe just just stop talking. Just go 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 enjoy your fucking pretentious tea or whatever it is you're you're fucking stuffing in that pie hole. Of yours. Me 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 me. How you know what? Kate is actually taking my bit because of me saying like. Why do I even like this music? Look at these people <laughs> the show. That's my, that's my line, Kate. Yeah. How about well, that? Is you that better than the admit to liking thing? it, though. Uh, maybe she's a closet metalhead who's embarrassed. I think absolutely. I think she's listened to, she got right done and got listened. She, I think Kate, right after the show, just listened to Venom. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like a politician that like goes hardcore against uh, uh, Christian, you know, uh, for Christian values and the, the marriage is a man and a woman not that uh, pool boy that I'm going to go have sex with after this. You know what I mean? They, they, anytime they're really open and, and pushy about it, that's always the ones that get caught, you know, in, in some kind of gay relationship. I think the people that should be really upset about being stereotyped are people that go to monster truck rallies because monster trucks probably fun. <laughs> Just like going to go to a water park and all this stuff. And you know what? Guarantee if you surveyed them. I think there'd be a lot of Metallica fans. What do you? What do you? Would you buy tickets for this fall? I got the Moss Truck Rally and I got the Metallica Pantera concert. Both of those locked in. A lot in. of crossover you're suggesting. I'm just saying it's it, there's some some truth and jest. Now, Many have you words. been to a Monster Truck Rally? I would go. I haven't. Um, I went to yeah, not my cup of tea, but I did go. Uh, Amy's best friend's husband is really into it, and mm-hmm. so uh, five ten years ago, it, God, it's been a while now because it was it was when the Metrodome was still here, but it was ten bucks. And it was fun. I mean, I exactly. didn't see anything that would pull me back for round two other than like, hey, we're doing it again. You guys want to meet for dinner and go? I'm like, fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you, got, you got fucking pyro, a lot of kiss fans there, <laughs> stuff he, like that. I mean, come on. There's got to be. I, I, I tell you what, I guarantee you I would have fun. I'd have a couple beers. Shit would explode, get, get wrecked, and the soundtrack would be all hard rock. It can't not be. I don't it's remember any music, good. but it's the the trucks are so fucking loud. I'm sure they oh. did something, but I don't, the music definitely I didn't. I figured stick they out. would do like an intro, kind of like people now coming up. You know, this guy, blah 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 blah. They used to do like a background, like a rodeo and stuff like I'm that. I'm sure there was something like that. I it just didn't stand out in my experience, but of course I didn't like uh, Kate, Kate Blanchett saying this stuff. But at the same time, you know, I think this, the lead that's getting buried here is Margot Robbie. Just got even hotter to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of metalheads after they got done like uh, going on Twitter to take down uh, Kate Blanchett, then pulled out the uh, tissues and uh, hand cream and. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> pulled up a scene from Wolf of Wall Street and. Uh, right, uh, right, and just cranked up, whatever overkill. No, what? Yeah, whatever your me- what's your go-to jerk-off metal. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> now we're making Kate Blanchett's uh, uh, you know, argument. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> but hey, except for the fact is, we're we're listening to music and jerking off. Clearly, we enjoy it. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe she needs to go to a Metallica show. I don't know if that helps. Get her in the snake pit. Yeah, she's already done hot ones. She can go right in the snake pit and she'll be converted. And all of a sudden she go, Margo is right. This stuff is fucking badass. And Hetfield? There's zero chance she'll ever admit she was ever wrong about anything. Me, ever. me, 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 me. Okay. All right. All right. Fucking bitch. your go-to Kate Blanchett uh, fapping scene? <laughs> I don't even, you know, to this day, I still don't know what fapping is. Okay. You want me to tell you or not? You want to, you want to, you want to, is this a quest or do you want me to just, oh, uh, do you know what flicking the bean is? Yeah. Okay. Sure. That's, that's fapping. So I'm, I'm flicking my sack. Uh, no, Kate is. <laughs> oh, okay. She's, she's the one. You know, the, yeah, oh, maybe I should be. Fapping is only for women. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that's I, I think I think you can. It wasn't the fappening you know, largely for men. <laughs> the fappening. You don't that's remember a, the fappening? No. Boy, we're really peeling uh, some layers off this onion today. Um, I don't remember what year it was. You'd have to look it up. But there is basically an iPhone, another Apple security issue. Yeah, you can't trust them with your photos, but make sure all your financial data is on your phone. Yeah, a bunch of yeah. celebrities, the phones got hacked, and a bunch of nude pictures of of celebs were released to the internet in a giant pile that they called the Fappening. Did not know the pile. Was this the one with uh, just uh, the, God, what's her name? Uh, the, like that. Really uh, famous. The one from the Hunger Games is that was that part of that? Oh, I think she might have been. I, w- I went right to the the big boob model, uh, Kate. Uh, <laughs> Which uh, one? She's is a blonde. This? She's married to the pitcher from the Justin Verlander. Um, Kate. Jesus, Knight? no. What? Kate Upton. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Damn. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Now you're <laughs> like, I'll be back in about five. Minutes. <laughs> the fappening. Uh, See, that's confusing though. If it's only if that's only flicking the bean. Well, fl- fapping ah. is, is is masturbation is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Oh, just in general. Okay, yeah. fapping. Flicking the Cut bean it. is uh, gender specific, so that that's on me. Sorry. What is the acronym stands for? Flicking a I, a, a, a puss. I. Now we're know. getting to where I there there. I'm sure there's more details than I have at the tip of my head here. <laughs> tip. Oh yeah. Just the tip. 
Are we leaving the fapping in? Yeah, I think that's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've exposed you to fappening and or fapping and the whole fappening experience, I hope by the end of the year you will I will be able to get you to know and understand the term catfish properly. So oh, I, I, I... <laughs> I look forward to it. Uh, I think about having a sidecast called "What's Fappening Now," and uh, <laughs> oh I'll my be god, rerun. Rerun. yeah, that's a yeah. You, I wonder if somebody's got one of those out there. Yeah, just a total. Now, what do you do? Just talk about the best scenes to jerk off to in movies, like <laughs> mis, like a Mister Skin side sidecast. Maybe you could have Mister Skin uh, on as mm. like a, a guest every week, or at least a a, a sponsor. Uh, that's nice. I like it. <laughs> What's fappening now? What's fappening now? Brought to you by Mister Skin and Kleenex. Oh, okay. That's not bad. No, not too bad. Yeah. Uh, what's the Kleenex with a little extra uh, Kleenex or Puffs Plus? Puffs Plus. Oh, Puffs Plus, sure. A little, yeah, a little, little bit little of hand uh, lotion in it. <laughs> sure. You need some kind of recovery. It's a sensitive area. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, um, hey, we should let the listeners know that Cobras and Fire will be returning to Nashville for Rock and Pod. I don't know. Is he just calling it 2023? I don't know if there's like a Rock and Pod 5 or, you know, whatever, but... I, um, is it even called five? I no, think no, I think Rock it's just 2023. 20, 20, I think every yeah. year it's been like that. But yeah, so yeah. He, they skipped it, it last year, but Chris didn't want to wait all spring and summer to do it. So it's uh, basically the end of winter. Actually, I think it's right the day before the first day of spring. But now in my house, we celebrate, we acknowledge spring as the, the first day of March, which is mm. the first day of meteorological spring. So um, it'll already be spring for Baco at that point is all I'm getting at. When does the groundhog uh, play into this? And you know, um, I'm, I'm, I have really negative thoughts about groundhogs and their <laughs> their role in whether or not uh, I get nice weather. Uh, it's just, I'm not good I'm with gonna it. Say something co- okay. I'm going to say something controversial. Groundhog Day, not that good of a movie. Don't get why people love it. I don't know how controversial that is. Really, I think I think that movie exists largely now as a pop culture reference. Like, oh my God, it's like Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think people go back to it. I I'm with you. I I, I didn't really think it was that great of a movie. Um, I don't even understand the title that well. <laughs> I'm like, uh, but uh, how is waking up every day the same like Groundhog Day? Groundhog Day is once a year, and then everything continues on. Because of the movie, it's yes. a reference. Well, right, yes. but somebody named it that at, at one point. Where did they put those two things together? So Because the day resets on Groundhog Day in the movie. Well, one of us, uh, well, okay, fair enough. Uh, why did, One of us has uh, said something controversial. Either you, by saying not that good of a movie, and it's going it, it to piss people off, or me by saying, eh, no one really cared. So, one of <laughs> We'll see. Couple hot takes. I there. think it's up there with like the Christmas story during during the holidays that it's been raised up to this this fucking level that it never should be. Okay, That's does it. that movie doesn't get played for twenty four hours on Groundhog Day? I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Uh, by the way, a Christmas story not only not that good, it's bad. It's mm-hmm. a poor poor. Yeah, maybe if you're five years old. But uh, God, I and mean, I think the Wonder Years ruined it for me too. Just that, gosh, gee, Willikers, you know, like that that adult narrating a child's mind. I uh-huh. just, uh, God, just move on, man. Okay. There, there's a positive. How about Rock and Pod? <laughs> this is a good, this is a great preview for us to uh, yeah. So, so yeah, covers and fires. This is why we're not given our live spot. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard um, uh, a lot of the details other than the guests uh, this year. So, uh, I don't know. The big one seems to be Eric Martin from Mr. Big. Uh, Keel Fest is going to be happening after... After the event on Saturday um, at, uh, I believe it's called the Exit Inn, but all the information can be found at rockandpodnashville.com. Actually, just Google Google rockandpodnashville. It'll give you a link. I don't want to misspell the, the web address, mm-hmm. you know, piss Chris off, and then and we got to deal with that. You know. Exactly. Rockandpods. <laughs> Rockandpods. God, you just get, get over it, man. There's more than one. Yeah, should be pods. There's a, there's more than one pod. Yes. Yeah. So plural. Another controversial statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just uh, yeah, you're coming hot today. Yeah, I really am. Yeah. This guy is pissing me <laughs> off. He's using so, the yeah, plural. Uh, f- <laughs> Go ahead. By the time, uh, so uh, and anybody that listened last week, uh, Chris and I get into a little more detail on on what's going on at Rock and Pod. Uh, he joined me for a plus one, which is out. Ooh. So go ahead and check that out, people. Uh, well, what else you got here, buddy? Something about anthrax is uh, is uh, stuck in your craw, or I don't know. I don't even know what you're going to talk about. So how should I set that up? No, that's fine. I mean, just just basically, you know, anthrax just announced their their tour. Uh, Soon with, to be canceled. Uh, tour. <laughs> with right, like last time in uh, Europe. Black Label Society and Exodus opening, and right after that, it seemed like, or it seemed like it to me, as far as uh, as far as the timeline, then Charlie uh, said he has to go in for surgery, and he'll be missing the first like Here three we weeks go. of the tour, uh, and he oh won't be boy. drumming, and some other guy is coming in to replace him, just like, and I think it's the same guy, I can't remember his name, Robin or something like that, but he is coming in to do dates like I've seen Anthrax a couple times, where Charlie, I think Charlie is been at maybe half the gigs that I've seen anthrax at fest or otherwise. And it's just kind of leads me into this where it is at the same time when this was announced also Pantera just announced their whole touring schedule for the summer and fleshed out all those dates and all these things like that. Mm So it comes to the, the question that you posed right in the beginning of when, when even when this thing was, was announced where, okay, you got some credibility of having an anthrax drummer and you've got Zach wild in the mix and without the, the, uh, the brothers uh, being in it. And um, who knows what version of, I think that during this this tour, you're going to see, and it, we've been down to a, a Rex Brownless Pantera. Yeah. And I know I'm told by by certain podcasts, just enjoy the music. Don't talk about this stuff like this. But it's, it's, it's an That's interesting irrelevant. choice. Come on, man. It's relevant. It's relevant, the fact that I think there's, you're going to have either... Um, you know, Charlie's going to be gone and you're going to have some random drummer up there. And sometimes, I don't know. So it's it's weird. I think this is going to be very, uh, it's curious how this is going to play out over the next 12 months is all. So, yeah, I mean, it, it. that was the first thing I thought of when you told me he was going in for surgery. I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah, it's just, how about this? I, I want, this is, um, and I don't, I don't know that I'm going to get my wish, but I want to see conflicting dates where Charlie has to choose between Pantera and Anthrax and see which payday. We'll know who's paying better. Um, when when we find out, nah, I got a feeling he's going to put Pantera as a priority over Anthrax. That's my gut. Um, are, is uh the, that whole Pantera Lamb of God tour coming your way? It's not hitting. The, I I fucking hate so many of these tours in during the summer because they'll do like Rock Fest and they'll think that's good enough for Minnesota. And I'm like right. it's not, man. 
Yeah. yeah anyway. Just do a show. I know what you're saying. But, I mean, uh, as far as that goes, I mean, they, they did a good job where it's like it's almost like this was planned in advance where, where <laughs> Anthrax and, Bla- and Black Label Society are touring together. So that means that Zach and, and Charlie have a great schedule because oh, obviously. Oh, hey, there you go. Do you see what I'm saying? So then, then they can, can I just do a Brandvold impersonation to answer your question? Go ahead. What people don't understand is that these things don't happen overnight. This has been in the works for 18 years. They started planning this <laughs> just shortly before Dimebag was murdered. Okay? Oh. So you fans out there who think, oh, I know everything. You don't know anything. This has been... Michael Brandvold, join me next I week. I don't have a brand. <laughs> Can I tell you that your Michael Brandvold is very similar to your Eddie Trunk. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a better Eddie Trunk impersonation. <laughs> uh, Brandvold's whinier, you know, so okay. I, I, I tried to go there, but yeah. Uh, sp- or as I like to say, spot on. I don't have uh, a it was, brand. It was, it was spot on, though, yeah. Anyway, Pantera was, coming to Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they are uh, later in the, I think it's one of the later dates for the summer or fall. But so, but I, I, all I was going to there is listen, the man, he's got some, uh, you know, some health issues or whatnot with, or however you want to categorize him with his, his uh, shoulder or whatever the surgery is. But it, but to me, it took a lot for Pantera to come back. And I think that, that for a PR move, like, a, like we mentioned before, having both Charlie and Zach, really help mm-hmm. that. But I think yeah. even in the beginning, they knew there was going to be an issue with Charlie not being there. But PR wise, it looks, you have to have two awesome people coming into that, into that band. Um, I think to, to help out the credibility of it. And with, with, with still knowing that probably half the dates he'll probably have to miss is all I'm saying. Yeah. So, well, so far he hasn't missed any, so kudos to him, but now he's, yeah, I, just, I had not heard about this surgery. So uh nice scoop there, Elsie. It's a, it's a scoop called blabbermouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, take the compliment, man. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what, do you, what you got? You, you think I'm breaking down stories? I'm just reading blabbermouth, man. <laughs> try, just Typically before you, you got this one first. Yeah. Yeah. So between us, that, is, that counts the, as a scoop. It's very surprising. Yeah. I, I, I think it's because I saw it right before the end of the day last night, and that's mm. the only way I scooped you. You're yeah. always like, yeah, I already knew that. I already knew that. <laughs> oh You're my just God. reposting my you post. You know what? You sound like me talking to my wife. <laughs> I would go into some... Uh, I know, honey. Uh, I already knew that. <laughs> God damn it.
Whoa, whoa, another big tour. Not coming to Colorado. Uh, ugly Kid Joe. Fucking uh, the ACLC show convinced him, <laughs> got him over the hump. First U.S. tour in what, 27 years? And it's a yeah. real tour. You know what yeah. I mean? It's it's not like Metallica tour. It's like, here's their tour. It's mm-hmm. eight weekends over two years. <laughs> this is a fucking tour. It's like it starts, it goes for two months with like 40 dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I may or may not be seeing it in, 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 in Indianapolis and trying to combine it with a, a visit to the, the parents and whatnot in May. Um, mm. That looks like one that Aaron is going to go to and Ooh, other nice. uh, fans of the show. Scott Scott Crouch out there. I'll try to see if I can can make that work. A play date. The, the, the little Mooger Fooger and all that. So, yeah, if you can make it work, maybe. Um, but, well, I'll, I'll be seeing it the day before, believe it or not. No, you won't. Mm-hmm. Bought Where tickets last night. Um, Turtle Lake Casino in Wisconsin. Are you really going to go see it? Oh, yeah. Wife's a big fan. Oh, that's awesome. Before I okay. even saw the the, the obvious <laughs> what was going to happen, like within a, I, I texted my wife when I saw it, basically, is all I'm getting at. And I was like, yeah. want to go see Ugly Kid Joe on May 20th? And, uh, she quoted Aaron Camaro in her response. Her response was not yes or no. She's like, love Ugly Kid Joe. They never let me down. Uh, <laughs> uh, I played See? that that episode of uh, uh, in uh, of YouTube in the car, so she heard that line. And uh, oh, it's funny, kind of funny. Um, but yeah, no, uh, she's a fan. Um, and whatever. Cool. Uh, so we're gonna get get a hotel at the casino, and uh, yeah, I already bought the tickets and booked the hotel room last night. Wow! All right. See, it's a. I think that they are going to going to be pleasantly. They're playing a lot of small because I know the venue they're playing in India. It's it's small. Yeah. Um, this and, room, I believe, it's got to yeah. be the same room I saw uh, Jack Russell acoustic in. Um, big enough, but yeah. Right. The weird thing is that, like, if you would have asked me, said, "Hey, Fozzie and Ugly Kid Joe are going to tour together. Who's going to be the headliner?" I would have guessed Fozzie. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I, you know, I, I'm not exactly the, I'm not the, the pulse of Ugly Kid Joe. So <laughs> I, I, I just was like, huh, that's kind of neat. <laughs> so, what I would like to see. I was uh, going to this. invite you, but I already saw the exchange where you were talking about turning into a family trip and maybe hooking up with Camaro. I'm like, well, that, that's probably cool too. So, oh, okay. Um, I didn't even know where that, how close that was to where you guys are at. It's so, about an yeah. hour and 45 okay. minutes. So, yeah, I think that, I think that what's, we're gonna. What I, what I hope that they see is that there is a demand for them because mm-hmm. I think there's some like distaste for like how they got shot. Whatever. Who knows? All we know is that the Aaron and I had the theory that one of them had an outstanding warrant. <laughs> they couldn't come back to the U.S. Oh god. So so anyway, um, yeah, I think that they're gonna see a a solid. I mean, they're. Like, I don't see how they can't sell out everywhere. But my hope is that it c- keeps going because it's only like a six week tour. Now. Easy. I, I hope that it goes fan. a little further. Super fan. Listen, I just want them to have a Denver date and announce it, so I don't have to travel. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I think it's one of those things. Like, uh, we're. I think it's. When you're a big fan, it's difficult to go, why don't you ever tour here, man? But the reality is kind of what uh, our boy Danko said is like, well, no one's booking us. You know, right. and, and like kind of like Wasp. I think I think Wasp, they're kind of silly. I'm sorry. And, and as serious as Blackie takes himself, the, his, the perception of Wasp is not the same. Ugly Kid Joe never took themselves too seriously, but they're silly. They're known for one song, and it's yeah, not a yeah. terribly good song. And honestly, you've played so much of their music that I'm like, well, if I would have been exposed to some of this, I'd have a different opinion of them. 
Um, probably not, still wouldn't be a big fan, but at least I wouldn't like look at him like just like some 90s one-off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sure. They've definitely done some good. I'm sure I'll have a great time. Put it that way. You know, um, but uh, so, and yeah, well, I think uh, I think because it's been so long, it's going to be well attended. I guess where, where I w- I'm always been confused about is even to go with the wasp thing is is like management or is it ego or is it just not connecting to the to the right promoters? Because I still don't understand why they couldn't ma- have made a living over the last, let's just say, 10 years wasp or otherwise at like fests. Yeah. It's just one of those things like why couldn't they just be one of those three o'clock bands? Too? A lot of ego. The last wasp show in the Twin Cities, Blackie Lawless canceled because his mic stand wouldn't fit. It would hit the ceiling. Okay. You know, and I'm like, you're so just, silly stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm like, like you're, pl- you, you realize this is the type of venue you're playing. Okay. You can't have a, a mic stand that requires an arena setting and then go play bars, you know? So, right. 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 And yeah. So, okay. and, it, but I do think overall it probably helped this last tour because they hadn't been here so long. But in Ugly Kid right. Joe, it's even almost three times as long. So, this time last year all the buzz on the uh podcast music the music podcast world was about mm-hmm. creatures fest in nashville with uh vinnie oh, the the holy yeah. trinity vinnie vincent ace freely and bruce kulik uh <laughs> playing together for the first time ever you know like we've all wanted it was right. the it, it, all snark aside it was the 40th anniversary of uh the creatures of the night and so they rebuilt the tank they all this kind of funny stuff. We get into it on our episode uh, probably better than any other show did <laughs> <laughs> about eight years ago. Anyway, yeah. or eight, eight months ago, I'm sorry. Uh, so yes. scroll back. Just look for Creatures Fest uh, if you really want to hear what we had to say about it. But Check one of the things we discussed was what what's next. Uh, Lick Fest, I think, is what uh, I, I was hoping for. You know, because not you, you can't have the 40th anniversary every year. And what are you going to do? Oh, it's the 41st anniversary of Creatures of Night. You know, it's like, oh, you, you kind of blew your wad on that one. And, and it seemed like it was a well-run event and, and, and people enjoyed it. But they've made an official announcement. I'd like to read it for you here. Have you have you had a chance to read this or am I hitting you cold? I wish I was being hitting cold, hit cold with this, but I have read it. But okay. please. All right. Well, for the listeners, the 2023 Creatures Fest update, which right out of the gate, I'm like, 
there's a 2023 Creatures Fest. (laughs) 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 This year looks to be very exciting with KISS planning their final show in New York City, as well as additional concerts slash festival leading up to that historic event. With this in mind, we have made the decision not to host Creatures Fest in 23 and give KISS and all of us, the fans, the opportunity to focus on the band's final year of touring. We might host something smaller. Some we might host some smaller theme gatherings during the year, similar to past events such as Kissmas Masquerade, Kiss Cancer Goodbye, etc. But we all want to give Kiss the space to make 2023 all about them. Severe, sincerely, Neil Davis, uh, who's the guy who runs the thing, and the entire Creatures yeah. Fest team. There is a lot of BS in this thing. Largely, <laughs> I, for me, it's, it starts with the fact that they felt compelled to put out an update at all. I mean, yeah. make it all about Kiss. This is all about you. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm reading between the lines here that they spent a lot of money, and it was not that outrageous of a ticket cost, I recall. Mm. And the audience is not exactly, you know, this is not Comic-Con. You know what I mean? You're, you're going to get maybe a couple hundred people. So yes. I always wondered how they, yeah, you, you know, the, you and I speculated that this guy, this was just a fan doing what he wants to with his money, and I endorse that. If I had that kind of expendable income, I'd be doing a lot of fucking stupid shit that wouldn't make me any money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did we really think there was going to be Creatures Fest 2? I mean, wasn't it such a singular event? You know, it, it was almost like the movie Young Guns, which was like it took 10 years to put together. It's the most definitive story in telling of Billy the Kid. And nine months later, Young Guns 2. <laughs> like, what, what, how did you, what did you, how did you pull that together in nine months? But no. Also, uh, anyway. look at the size of that chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many, how many times can you beat that? Oh, and then the idea that like you're not going to do an event that was successful and make you money because you want to give Kiss some space, man. Like, I'm sorry, but you want to capitalize on Kiss right now if you can. If anything, you're going to go that direction from a business angle. It's it's ridiculous to suggest that this has anything to do with the fact that like, well, that was fun, but I'm not losing a hundred grand to do that twice. Or whatever. I made that number up. I don't know. You know yeah. Just to be clear. I mean, first, it's quite easy why it's not happening. That's that lickfest.com is already taking. Just go with org. Go with dot org, man. Put a dash in between the lick and fest. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's owned by, by the... Uh... <laughs> Mr. Skin and Puffs Plus. And what's happening now? That's right. Um, so... The official you know, Lickfest podcast. <laughs> what's yeah, what's happening now? <laughs> it, it's quite silly. I mean, the whole thing first. Listen, once you build a tank, what are you going to do? It's, right? That's the mountaintop, baby. That's Everest. That's the mountain. That's, <laughs> you, you, you built a tank. You, you. Uh, if I'm Neil Davis and I had to deal with what I had to deal with last year, there's no way I'm doing it again this year. You know what I mean? Like I'm The behind the scenes had to be just... Oof! I mean, we all know the reports of what happened and and the Vinny and 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 then if you, if you're going to do anything to your point, it would be some kind of celebration about look it up, which mm-hmm. you can do that next year, I guess, if you want. But you got to involve, you know who. No, next year is Animal Fest. Oh, is this okay? It's animals on the floor roar fest. I'm holding out for Asylum Fest. Mm, okay, start setting aside <laughs> now. Um, 2025. You know. Except- Except for the Asylum Fest, we're going to recreate the album cover that should have been, which is them in the crazy jackets. 
you know, like on the, on the, the back of Dynasty. What do you think? Hmm. I remember some mm-hmm. of the promotion that these guys did for Creatures Fest, and it, from my perspective, it, it, it kind of oozed a little bit of like, look at me behind the velvet rope. Like, it wasn't so much about promoting the fest as, like, making sure, you know, look at the access this guy has. And, and even some of the comments that I've seen since them from a couple of people that were involved in it, it seems to be more about, oh, nothing, just me, picture of me with Paul Stanley on a boat. Hmm. You know, it's like, I don't know. I, the, so I don't know that the, the this is being driven from a business point at any point, which, again, if you're a fan, that's cool. But I, I think being an insider and buying your way to be on the edge of an insider are two drastically different things. And that's just my read on the situation as far as the people who run it. Uh, I've never met any of them, so maybe they want to come back at me. But uh, that that's – to me, when, no. when, when that's how it is, it's a little disingenuous. And and again, I never thought there would be – we, which is what we said. Well, they're not going to do it again. I mean, it's the whole – you can't do two 40th anniversaries two different years. Challenge accepted. Right, and this and the name doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean, like like that kind of thing. But yeah. here's here's the whole thing. I'll, I'll take the mm. the uh, the other real quick other, on that. What your ahead. comment there? Uh, yes, it, when you called it Creatures Fest, you made it very narrow. You didn't call right. it like you know a Kiss Fest or something generic that could be regurgitated. You know, like Rock and Pod. You can just use it every year. Uh, right. It was Creatures Fest. You know, it's kind of a, maybe you could do a tour of Creatures Fest. But it's it's kind of a one and done thing. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but on the other end, I mean, this if I if I were just just not even know, I I don't know what the the fees were. But you take Ace, you add Peter oh, Chris, think, okay. you add all the appearance fees plus the hotel plus this and a tank and a. <laughs> And a paper mache tank or whatever it was, and and all the Ooh. everything that that, that, that <laughs> they stood that on this damn it. thing. It couldn't have been, it had to be something. Oh, if you, you just have to be. You have to be. If you do paper mache the right way, it's very stable, is what I understand. But anyway, uh, ancient Oriental art. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I loved paper mache, man. That was one of the best oh, things great. of grade school. Yeah, oh, and what was it really used today. for besides besides when you get past fourth grade? What, what do you use paper mache for? Is Pinata that, factory. Make, okay, that's what I was saying. Uh, Pinata is the only thing I can think of. Uh, anyway, but that would have been awesome. Is if you if, if, if at that fest that was made of paper mache and you could smash it and it was full of candy at the end. <laughs> what would it actually be full of? Like uh, <laughs> Vinnie Vincent CDs or. <laughs> there's all the, the CDs that never was promised. That's what it is. He opens it up at the end and there's every, everybody gets delivered their Vinnie Vincent box set. It's Missed opportunity. A, yeah. Once again, once again, <laughs> if only we ran these things, but no, I think that, that, that Neil basically just threw uh, the biggest kiss party you could ever have yeah. as a fan. And he knew he was going to have, take a loss. He probably, who knows how much he, he definitely, I don't think that you could make, you could break even with the attendance and the fees with everybody else, everything that was involved in the days, so I think that's all it was. It was just a big mm-hmm. boom. Here it is. I have this expendable income, and and I had a blast doing it. Maybe he did. Hopefully he did because it made some pretty for pretty cool events for everybody that went. That's all I can say. And in defense of him, I think the uh, the core audience that did attend this thing probably aren't breaking it down from a business standpoint like you and I would. They just went, had a good time. Like we're doing this again next year, right? We do this every year. Yeah, Christmas. Right. Yeah, this is like. Uh, 
Um, thank you for coming. Um, and this was, yeah. that might add a little pressure to actually have an announcement because while I was like, there's no way, I wouldn't even expect you to do this next year. I guarantee there are fucking 75% of the people walking out going, can't wait till next year. Right. So yeah. and maybe that's why he felt compelled to make it a, a statement and make it official, but it isn't to make it all about Kiss. It, it, <laughs> we want to give Kiss, like, like Kiss is out there going, motherfucker. They're running Creatures Fest on that weekend that we're in Dayton? Ah, oh, that's just going to kill attendance, man. Or, or... Maybe if if seeing her- what Kiss looks and sounds like now isn't enough to keep you away from the show, Creatures Fest isn't. <laughs> that's kind of where I was going. I was oh. say, or, or he just heard a recording of the actual event. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, he, 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 look, he had, he had, he had enough money, but not enough to give people a couple weeks of rehearsal time together. that show needed was the enhancement that you get from backing tracks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. hell, we got to touch on that real quick. Uh, Let's hit it. Uh, there's a, a metal fest that is banning backing tracks, uh, much to my enjoyment and much to your chagrin, uh, because you have suddenly become <laughs> the biggest proponent of, I don't want to hear anything other than a, a, a pre-recording. So You do understand that comment was made in jest, yes? I'm going to take it straight up. Uh, <laughs> wow. I can't believe it. I just did that to stir the pot. Yeah. That was oh, it. Oh, that's not you at all. I've oh, okay. <laughs> Never when did mind you then. start becoming that guy? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying. You know, it's it's uh, over the last eight years, I'm like, I'll do it at least once. You do it every day. Now, the, the, the getting back to this metal fest, now it, this would have meant a lot, of, a lot more if it would have been like Vakken or something like that, Monsters of Rock, you know? Oh, okay. But it's, uh, it's something called the No Playback Festival in Germany. Um, mm. The headliners, the no wall uh, names I know, not exactly going to titillate too many people. It's uh, Ross the Boss and Raven. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ross the Boss is like the. the uh, he used the to be from- in uh, Man of War. That's right. Okay, but. that's all you need. Okay, so Man of War is the headliner, essentially. Ross the boss. Well, yes, but they're going to ask. You don't think he's going to throw out a few Man of War loincloth? Yeah, but, but or you know, I need more than one guy to call it the band. You know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not like oh. you, man. Yeah, oh, backing okay. tracks yeah. and and one original member is enough for Elsie. Stop all this argument. <laughs> it's it's Ross the boss is Man of War. Yeah, uh, I, the the whole uh, backing track thing is, you know, I, I'm curious how much I'm going to hear of Ugly Kid Joe live. I already know Fozzie's going to be all pre-recorded. 
uh, and yeah, I, I, I hinted that it on our last episode, but I want to make it 100% clear. I think when bands are starting to admit they use backing tracks as to enhance the choruses, it's a misdirect. They just figure if they admit to a little, you'll go, okay, you know what? With modern technology, I can accept that. And what they're actually saying is like, fucking none of it's live, man. <laughs> but we don't want you to know that. The weird thing, think about that. Think about that. People were actually allowed to bring their Milli Vanilli CDs back to the store. A CD. Because Milli Vanilli wasn't the two guys on the cover. It's just an album cover at that point. We found out those guys lip synced. We want our, I don't even like these songs anymore. The people who recorded these aren't any good anymore. It's like, well, you, you still listen to the music, right? It's just like, so how things have changed to like to go from that point to where we are now. It's like, everybody does it, and it's only to enhance. It's, ah, man, fuck it. Anyway. So, yeah, this is a, a nice little gesture by a fest that probably didn't have anybody that did it anyway. Okay. Get back to me when, like, Metallica says they're going to tour with no backing tracks and make it official. Yeah, the weird thing is, is they don't get dr- dragged into this that much, but I've heard of them using backing tracks for layers of guitars for uh, even one of their live, al- live albums. Okay. Evan, didn't you, don't you remember hearing that back in the day or not? As far as music? people talking about, no. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I just possibly uh, another controversial statement. <laughs> I mean, live records, historically, especially bands that move around and have stuff happening on stage a lot, they're, all, they're, they're largely touched up when they get to the studio. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I'm, t- I'm talking about like around I, yeah, the uh, that. 2000s, so I, that they're, that's what they did to make them uh, whatever. But yeah, I think that, that it's going to come out that, that in general, that bands just use those, those layers of guitars, period. And that that because that's right. Yes, I, no. Look, man, I'm 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 so skeptical at this point. I'm I'm just really just disenchanted with the whole thing. I guess anytime it sounds really fucking good, I'm gonna assume I'm not really hearing much live. I'm not because <laughs> uh, to me, the fact that you're hearing the word enhance used so much just really seems. It's like when everybody starts saying the same thing yeah. in defense of something, and it's not really a defense. That really it should get your critical thinking going a little bit. Wait a second. Why are all these people independently using the same phrase? We're just enhancing the show. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, it just means your your shit's not plugged in. Uh, you're, you're not playing at all. You're doing your best to m- mimic along. You know what I mean? You're, you're going to try to make it look good, but you don't have to worry about actually playing it right or missing a note. Um, we now know that, like, <laughs> drums can be played through a PA and they'll drown out anything you're playing. So as long as the mics on your kit aren't turned on, you know, just just put them there, you know. So I'm just it's really been kind of disenchanting, so I don't know. We'll see. It's easier when it's a smaller venue to to tell. It's really difficult in a stadium. Um and I'm not that easy in an, in an uh, like a, an arena either. So I think that Baco is now going to be part of the Cobras and Fire Rock and Roll Detective live t- or or tape investigation. <laughs> I just said I have what a hard think? time telling the difference now. I'm just going to assume it's it's pre-recorded if it sounds really good. Oh, yeah, you're not going to be up yeah. close checking things out. You know what? The the one thing that um I is, is a big uh, sign in in but I've I've come to realize that most people. I shouldn't say most. I don't know what the number would be. A lot of people really can't distinguish the difference between the guitar tone on a Poison record versus a Rat record. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, maybe between Clapton and Metallica they can, but uh, it has to be that 
obvious. But that was always like it, when you're growing up and going to concerts, like the guitar tone, while you, you might hear a little bit of similarity, it sounded noticeably different when you saw a band live. And that's one thing right off the get, off the bat that, that when it's locked in perfect, the tone. You're well, saying. no, the act, I don't know what locked in means. You can well when you you're saying when it sounds when the guitar when sound when the guitar sound doesn't sound noticeably different from what you hear on the record, you know. And again, but I, I'm realizing that most people probably don't pay attention to guitar tone to that level. And mm. that's not a shot. It's just like if you're not really there tweaking and trying to get your own tone and trying to copy somebody else's tone or whatever your, your goal is, and spending the time into that, you probably don't. Ki- Get as invested into it as I'm getting. But doesn't doesn't technology now help with the the tones? That was the, the excuse that I told the... myself for a long time. Mm-hmm. In ear monitors, better uh, PAs. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm starting right. to think, well, it's still a big room and a speaker ran through 400 watts of power. A speaker can go bad, but can it get a lot better? <laughs> I just uh, uh, anyway, let, let, let's move on from that and talk about. Uh, uh, we had some uh, uh, notable losses in the uh, music world uh, since we last talked. Um, David Crosby and Jeff Beck, not really in our ilk. Um, I only own Deja Vu from Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. That's so that's the only record I, I would have that would have him. Jeff Beck, while he's definitely a, a, a revered player, just never nobody that I gravitated to. Uh, no. you, do you have any? And those aren't shots. These guys, these are these are you know icons, rock and roll hall of famers. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, Yardbirds for Jeff Beck, and you've got. Uh, but I've never heard anything by the yard. You know, this is one of those those legendary things you're heard about. You know, mm-hmm. Yardbirds, the band before Zeppelin, and, and but I don't think I've ever heard an actual Yardbird song. I've heard Train kept a rolling. Uh, I think the original that Aerosmith, maybe you know that version better. But uh, and then from Jeff Beck, in all seriousness, all I can do is is, is tell you that the uh, I'll give my fifth review of the uh, the Aussie album and that is that, that those two songs that he's on he elevates them those are the two songs that, <laughs> and and do, to do a callback yeah zero chance you would have you would have known that was jeff beck if it wasn't on the album liner notes probably not yeah but and then that's I'll not a shot is, at you by the way i think yeah. that guy look he he connects with a lot of people and he clearly has had influence but right <laughs> i don't i don't there's not a signature jeff beck tone to me you know um uh like I can kind of pick out Jimmy Page's playing from that era. Who's another sure. guy from the Deep Purple guy? Richie Blackmore has a style, and I'm sure he does. If I dug deep into Jeff Beck and got into his music, I'm, it would probably pop. But I think of like people get ready with Rod Stewart from the late '80s, and honest to God, that could have been uh, anybody on guitar in that song. So, I, yeah, I have no. I don't even know where to start with him. Yeah, I just fair know enough. Maybe that, we should. I just know. I just know he's somebody that's always referenced from yeah. everybody from from Ace to. I mean. I mean, we have we have Jeff Beck also to thank. Vinnie for Vincent, the, big fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Vinnie Vincent, big fan, and um, I believe that, uh, that that's why it's called Beth, is they don't want people to think that Peter Chris was saying uh, singing to Jeff Beck. Remember, that's that was the, the dumb first. story that Gene tells yeah. every time. Uh, right, the Beck song was Becky. called Beck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh wait, you're playing for the wrong team there, uh, Peter. That was his old <laughs> joke. Hilarious stuff, Gene. Never gets old. Um, yeah, so maybe the best is like, yeah, look, we're not experts on Jeff Beck, but he's a notable nope. name, and, and he he was lost. So uh, definitely not trying to disparage him or David. Um, <laughs> David's more of a character, though. He's definitely a, a salty old fuck. But uh, <laughs> I just, I, 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 look, man, 
rest in peace to the, both of these guys. Someone a, a little closer to, at least uh, uh, my, uh, Ariel, yeah, definitely. Van Connor from Screaming Trees. Uh, now, when I interviewed Gary, his brother, uh, for the uh, uh, Whatever Nevermind series a couple years ago, he mentioned back then that Van was in poor health. And just over Christmas, or just maybe it was New Year's, he posted a picture of Van in the hospital and and basically saying, like, hopefully, you know, he, the doctors can do something with him. He's been fighting getting medical treatment for a while. Um, so and pneumonia, I think, was the official cause of death, but I think it was brought on by other health complications. I, I, I don't know what they were. And then it got me thinking, did we even mention when Mark Lonigan died about a year ago? I think you may have, but I know that that was... Because uh, now there's two, right? Because yeah. now that's yeah, Mark yeah. Lonigan, the singer from Screaming Trees, passed away. Right. Yeah, he moved to Ireland during COVID. That's always I thought was weird. Uh, like mm. I didn't think you could really do that <laughs> during the that time. But anyway, um, yeah. So Mark Lonigan and uh, Van Connor of Screaming Trees no longer with us. Uh, and I, you know, basically because of that series, became a bigger fan of this band. And uh, Mark Lonigan, one of the most distinctive voices to come out of that scene, uh, very smoky, kind of a bluesy approach. And, and Van Connor, you know, uh, a bass player that actually wrote songs. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. You got any more thoughts on those two? No, I mean, I did go back to Sweet Oblivion. Um, I didn't. What's the what's another Screaming Trees album I should check out? There's not Pro- that probably many, is there? Dust. There's actually yeah. Dust is the is the follow up to Sweet Oblivion, um, and the album right before it uh, is I just don't remember the title, but that's a pretty good one too. Then there's uh, some earlier stuff that I'm not familiar with. I also got some of Mark Lonigan's solo work, and you know he also sang on. Um, a handful of Queens is a Stone Age stuff. He makes a couple appearances on Mad Seasons record, so he's oh yeah, so right. No, I always like that. I always love that one. Yeah, if actually, uh, like randomly in the set list, there were two songs I didn't know but liked. But Local H covered two solo that they said that afterward two solo like Mark Lanigan oh, cool. songs on the last show. So I think they're just one of those bands that people, if you dig into it, you're going to find some gems. But yeah. uh, it's it's hard to know where to start, just like the Jeff Beck part. Yeah. Um, but but uh, to lighten this up just a little bit, you know, or, or rest in peace. Uh, but I was thinking like it's hard to replace uh, with the David Crosby thing that that, that we covered. Who is going to be the new Quick Road spokesman now? Nice, uh, Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. The. Uh, that's who, that, that's who we Brimley? donated sperm to, right? What, Wilford Brimley? <laughs> you donated sperm to Wilford Brimley? No, <laughs> David Crosby. Oh, okay. Is that really true? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was like, it's, it's like what a random joke, like a gerbil, like the gerbil in Richard Gere, like some, some rumor. Oh, no, she tweeted out, like, uh, you gave me a family. <laughs> wow, yeah. all right. Yeah. Yeah, that kid's got to be in his 20s now. He could uh, fill in. Quaker, sure. Quaker are, Oats. <laughs> <laughs> he was born bald. Is, <laughs> is Brimley dead? Wilford Brimley? Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to guess. <laughs> I would like to know, is the whole cast of Cocoon dead? That's what I need to uh, look at. Look up right now. I'm going to go on IMDb after this. Cocoon. Okay. I know Wilford Brimley was like 10 years younger than you in Cocoon. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> means you're old. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, buddy, always good catching up with you. I'll talk to you in a couple weeks here. Uh, what do you say we get out of here? Absolutely. All right. Rock is not dead. It's what's happening now. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.